Who's Johnny? Who's Johnny? Who's Johnny? Who's Johnny? Who's Johnny? Who's Johnny? Welcome to the second best show. Our topic today, second best movie song tie-in. I'm here with my host, Sam. Hello. And Ori. Hello, hello. Join us as we answer the question, who's Johnny? Oh, you guys. Okay. Let's get started because I am so, I am so, this, today's topic is so right up our alley, I think. It's a combination of two of my favorite things. Pizza Hut and Taco Bell. (laughs) Music and movies. Before we get started, though, we have to say that today is a birthday bash episode for two thirds of the second best bunch. It is. Happy birthday to Ori. Ah, thank you, thank you, and happy birthday to Bobby! Yay, uh, happy happy birthday! So, what is the what is the second best birthday? Ooh, second best birthday for me is the one where you get your license because the first best birthday is your twenty first birthday. Second best birthday for me, God, my memory is I have the memory of a goldfish. Apparently, first best birthday might have been when I got my NES. You got an NES for your birthday. Mm-hmm. Did you lose your goddamn mind? I did. I lost my mind at a McDonald's birthday party. <laughs> oh. So it was like d- double good. All three of us have had McDonald's birthday parties, right? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It was my sixth birthday. Got an NES at McDonald's. That was pretty. Oh, my God. It could. There yeah. is. It's all downhill from there, right? It like- is. Yeah. You can't beat that shit. I was like. Driver's license? I don't give a shit. I got an NES at McDonald's. <laughs> you've been ch- you've been chasing that dragon probably since the <laughs> age of six. All right, Ori, this is your week. What is our topic? Okay, I'm so excited about this. The topic for today's episode is a second best movie slash song tie-in. So to qualify the song, there needs to be. Uh, there was a song that was written and it was kind of tied in from a marketing perspective or whatnot with a film that came out. Um, that's that's about it. I either had a music video for it or if it didn't have a music video for it, it needs to be recognized well enough. This When you hear this song, you think of this movie, right? So it, it just kind of, to me, I've been so excited about this. It's movies, one of my favorite things. Music, one of my favorite things to talk about. And then you combine them together and somehow... Oh, man, this is like a fever dream, all these songs. Some of these are absolutely unhinged, just complete chaos. Yeah, and when you, when you, when you consume these choi- choice selections of media nowadays, it really feels like a bygone era. Yeah, I kind of miss it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm wistful for it. And by the way, I, for anyone listening, we're going to have a, um, a reference, right, on on the to, to all of the songs we're going to be talking about today. Yes, in the show notes, you will find a Spotify playlist and an Apple Music playlist with as many of these songs that are available in your region. Yeah, I highly recommend that if, as the listener, that you take a, a peek at some of these songs as, either as we're talking. We don't, we won't mind if you pause and and watch the music videos if you possibly can. Oh, especially the music videos, yes. Um, yeah, the music videos are just yeah a whole other beast. And the dramatic slow motion cutaways to footage of the films are just, yeah, it's great. 
Every part of this is fantastic. It's fantastic. A lot of the videos from this list reminded me, or you're absolutely right, that this is like a bygone era of actors being in music videos that they have absolutely no business being in. Um, They're like pretending to play an instrument or they're just like dancing around the band or something. They don't do this anymore, but I feel like in the last couple of years, Marvel has started to dip their toes and getting closer and closer to movie tie-in songs. Like the Black Panther soundtrack had some original music. That was such an amazing... Okay. That was such an amazing soundtrack. I listened to that for months. Anything inspired by, I'm cool with, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yes. not Well, mm-hmm. not anything, because we're going to talk about some of this stuff. But <laughs> but yeah, and even like the, the soundtrack... Well, like, okay, the soundtrack for um, Guardians of the Galaxy. That's true. Yep. Excellent collection of songs, right? Not original for inspired by the movie or anything, but mm-hmm. so uh, we're going to get to the the categories for each of these. We're going to actually talk or we're going to list them out. But um, do you guys want to present like because I think we each chose like a first best that got that got locked out of this, right? Like I know I have mine. Do you guys have like your first best? Should we just get those out of the way real quick? Disqualified mm-hmm. number ones. Ori, go for it. Uh, Power of Love by uh, Huey Lewis and the News for uh, Back to the Future. Very strong. Very, very strong. Oh, my God. So good. I don't have anything like I don't have anything to add to that. I mean, anyone knows that song, right? Or anyone. Everyone knows that song, right? And when you close your eyes and you think about that song, what what image? What like what's your picture in, in your mind? It's the DeLorean 10 feet above the above a suburban street and uh the little back lights up and then it goes uh off into the sunset yep it's the power of love baby for me it's michael j fox uh catch hitch, hitching a ride like on his skateboard hitching a ride uh to to school right sketching was he gleaming the cube <laughs> that is that is what the maneuver is called <laughs> he's tripping the rift uh bobby what's your what what's your lockout what's your lockout my hashtag top tier lockout is Bobby Brown's On Our Own from the Ghostbusters 2 soundtrack. Say what you will about Bobby Brown, the man. <laughs> and Ghostbusters 2, the movie. Yeah, it's that. That song slaps. That song is still good. Uh, I will still listen to that song unironically and enjoy it. That one's a lockout. All right, Sam. My disqualified number one, Kiss from a Rose. Hell yeah. That oh, hell yeah. Shit. I'm a puddle. That trucks to finals. Just get the fuck out of the way because it's going all the way. It destroys everything, including my genitals. <laughs> <laughs> some other, uh, some other disqualified number ones. We feel like I feel like we just got to kind of like we wanted to avoid another Martin Scorsese situation. Uh, so Will Smith has like four of these songs. He's prolific. He's very prolific. Yes, the band can wrap a plot. We've chosen one, and we've decided to lock out Men in Black and Wild Wild West. So those are also disqualified. Yep. So so send send your angry letters and emails to... To hello at thesecondbestshow.com. Onto the bracket. Bobby, can uh, will you do the honors and list off the bracket? Here we go. All right. Round one. <laughs> you cannot tell me... <laughs> you cannot tell me that this is randomized. It's random. I literally hit random. I swear to God. I know. I saw the first two. I don't know. The RNG gods are kind to me. I don't. I just, I shuffle the seeds. Okay. 
they're not editorialized, and I'm not that clever. Um, although I should just be taking credit for these matchups. All right. Round one, set sail for Titanic <laughs> versus Deep Blue Sea. Uh, my Heart Will Go On versus Deepest Bluest by LL Cool J. Second round, Batman Forever. Hold Me, Thrill Me, Kiss Me, Kill Me, You Too, versus Don Juan DeMarco. Uh, Have You Ever Really Loved a Woman by Brian fucking Adams. Brian fucking Adams, that's right. Godzilla, Come With Me, Puff Daddy. Batman, Bat Dance by Prince. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Ninja Rap by Vanilla Ice. And Short Circuit, (laughs) Who's Johnny? (laughs) By hell to barge. Then we have uh, the uh, apocalyptic Armageddon. I don't want to miss a thing by Aerosmith. Three Musketeers. All for love (laughs) by Brian Adams, Sting and Rod Stewart. Three horsemen of the vanilla apocalypse of of whatever this is. Uh, Men in Black 2, Black Suits Coming, uh, parentheses, Nod Your Head by Will Smith. Uh, Adam's Family Groove by MC Hammer. Uh, Howard the Duck, uh, (laughs) self-titled track uh, by Cherry Bomb. Uh, From the film Highlander, Princes of the Universe by Queen. Moulin Rouge, Lady Marmalade by Everyone Ever. And then Dragnet. The song City of Crime, performed by none other than Tom Hanks and Dan Aykroyd, where they are rapping the plot to you. Those are the matchups. I got to think that last one is partly responsible for Chet Hayes. <laughs> <laughs> so um, thank you. Thank you for listing those off. As you're going through them, I'm like, oh, I can't wait to talk about this one. But like for everyone. OK, guys, so let's let's dive right into the water themed songs uh the the first two uh the first matchup in this round which is by the way the category is which the theme is is the song and the movie are they drift compatible meaning (laughs) (laughs) how well does it ride shotgun with the movie right do they do they fit it just does it sound like the movie does it make you feel like the movie stuff like that in in some of these cases the songs are literally named the movie yes Deep Blue Sea, Deepest Bluest. Does that qualify? Yeah, we got to give it at least half a shark fin. Yeah, Howard the Duck, self-titled track. (laughs) So I was listening to My Heart Will Go On. Guys, I'm just going to go right in. Um, I was listening to My Heart Will Go On. It's a good song. As as a whole, right? Objectively, it's a good song. The vocal delivery is legit. At, at, At about... I think it's, it takes about a minute and a half for the drums to, for basically the rest of the band to come in. So until then, you're, you are, mm-hmm. you are captivated by Celine Dion, her angelic voice, and then some like synthy harps. I listened to this too just a few days ago. Um, and just like you, it had been a while. Honestly, this shit is like, it's kind of a banger. Um, like towards the end. Um, it's kind of like a ballad to end all ballads, right? Like it is, it is the, it is the ballad. One of the reasons why I think they pull it off so well, there's not a drip of irony. 
Like she is all about it. She's all in. She's all in. Every video that I can find of her singing this, every time she talks about it or anything, she is never like, oh my gosh, this song again. I can't believe I have to sing this song for the millionth time. Like she is all about it. She was in Vegas. She did like a Vegas residency for a while. And you know that she just had to sing that song like 10 times a week. And like, she just, she, she kills it every single time. Yeah. Another thing, if you'll just, if you'll allow me, if you'll indulge me at three minutes and 25 seconds, there's a key change. Yeah. That, that's, and that's my where notes, my, yes. And the that's notes. where my. <laughs> <laughs> notes that i wrote but seriously i'm just looking back at my notes i wrote i wrote noise were you listening to this on your headphones um and you're just bawling in like spatial audio and you're like just wrap me up in it yeah 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 oh there's leo yeah oh a hundred percent a hundred percent and i yeah and i was like I mean, I was going to pause it and just go and like run the bath and turn yeah. up and light some candles and mm-hmm. just cry a little bit. Cry, cry, cry. Find, find a car in the basement and. And yeah, and, and play with myself. <laughs> just fuck it up. Have a good cry jerk. Throw a door, throw a door in the pool and try to hang on. Yeah, exactly. What are you doing, Ori? I'm podcasting. <laughs> uh, I have a really hard time disconnecting the. Um, this from the film that I don't care for. I, I think the song objectively is great and her performance is fantastic. I think now in the year 2021, I need, I don't know. I think I need someone to like cover this so I can just hear it in a different way. I don't know. I don't, Alien Ave Farm. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, please, please don't. I don't think they're okay. Actually, now that you mention it, I could really, I think I could fuck with like a Demi Lovato cover mm. of this. I think that would mm. be really enjoyable. I'll take it. But yes, I, I, it's the movie I don't like, but this, this song is great, I guess is my thesis. And, and the movie doesn't, and the song does not reference the movie. It is just lyrics are from the point of view of someone aged looking back. I think that's probably for the better. You know, I'm surprised. I'm surprised we didn't get like an LL Cool J rap about uh, like, I'm the king of the world or something or mm. some, you know, some queen, you know, version or some other Brian Adams, I'm king of the world or what have you. You know, now that you mention it, that the song doesn't really mention the movie. Now I'm thinking back and it definitely feels like a public domain love story. <laughs> it references, generally speaking, um, a romantic relationship, but nothing really super specific. But... And I know we got to move on, but the movie... No way, dude. This is a Celine Dion podcast, right? This is my favorite podcast I've ever been on or featured in. This is Celine cast. Yeah. (laughs) When you think of the song, it is riding shotgun, right? With the movie? Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. Like the, the, even the, the little, I mean, the, 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 the little flute. Yeah. You hear the flute, you think Titanic. Or the penny whistle or whatever the hell it is. You hear the song, you think of the movie... You watch the movie, hear the song, right? Yeah, they just, it's, they are, yeah. I think maybe, quite possibly, the most drift compatible Yep. out of the entire list. I don't know. Deepest, bluest, from Deep Blue Sea, LL Cool J, 
I was listening to this a little earlier. I would like everyone to know that the song has the lyrics, the following lyrics in it. <clears throat> and I quote, My hat is like a shark's fin. My hat is like a shark's fin. And he repeats it over and over again. It's kind of like a weird, it, it takes away, like the song is objectively kind of, if you listen to it, the delivery, it's, it's very, it's kind of aggressive, which I kind of like. It, it's almost as if it is the, from the POV of the, the film's villain, which is the shark. Um, and I think I would have appreciated it more if it was like the shark was featured on this track. And we found out if the shark could spit fire or not. Featuring shark. <laughs> Featuring shark. I just think that when you're singing, when you're like spitting fire, but then you you kind of talk about your hat. Yes, I think there's a. I think there there are many better metaphors to compare yourself to that of a shark. Yes. Then the hat the hat I am currently wearing resembles a shark fin. Therefore, you should be intimidated. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so at 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 minute at three minutes and thirty seconds, LL turns into a shark. He turns into a shark in like a nineteen ninety eight CGI kind of like mm. he morphs into a shark. Morphing was big. That was a big thing. Yeah, morphing was big. Yes. Yeah. There's yes. other morphing coming up. It's just weird. Um, I, I have to give it to him, though. He commits. If you watch the video, if you listen to the song, he's he's full in. Celine committed to Titanic. He committed to this weird song. Yeah. Is this um? Is his? Do you think that this is a a joke? I think he was trying his very best to like sell this thing. I mean, he's just trying to go for that like ancillary. Like he's trying to make that Will Smith money. That's what I think. I think LL knows a payday when he sees it. Yeah. And I'm not mad at that. No. Huh? Get the bag. Yeah. So I, uh, so what's, what's your pick, Sam? What's your pick between these two? This is, this is Celine cast. Um, I, I have to go with Celine Dion. Uh, I'm going with my heart. will go on. Bobby, what do you think? It's a uh, number one with an iceberg. Uh, Titanic. <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. Celine will not go down with a ship. No, her heart will go on. To the next round. Titanic, my heart will go on by Celine Dion. <laughs> <laughs> Takes it. Take. Takes it. Takes it. Um, all right. Our next matchup. Batman Forever. Hold me, thrill me, kiss me, kill me. By you 2 Facing off against Don Juan DeMarco. Have you ever really loved a woman? By the great, the one and only, Brian Adams. Did you guys... Do your homework and listen to these two songs. Yes. Yes, I did. I have thoughts. Take me to school, baby. So, uh, Hold Me, Thrill Me, Kiss Me, Kill Me, first of all. This is like peak U2. This is 1995. This is like top of their game U2. Um, This is not a bad song. It's not a perfect song, but it's like, it's U2 straight up the middle. Like, I feel like it's, it's like, if you averaged out every U2 song, you would get hold me, thrill me, kiss me, kill me. And that's not a bad thing. I have good memories of this song. And I was worried that if I listened to it again, that I'm going to, you know, I'm going to discover that it was actually kind of, kind of a bummer. Um, But um, I was pleasantly surprised to find that it is still a very good song. 
Bobby, did you did you take a listen to this? Yeah, I, I might still listen to the song. I don't, it's not a bad song, Betty Stretch. I think it uh, lives in the shadow of another track off of the soundtrack. You remain. <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah, uh, I think this is a competent song. Yeah, I enjoy it. I'm not I'm not the biggest U2 fan also. And so to be honest, guys, when I brought this idea up and then uh, I, I you saw this on the list. Did you did you even remember that this song or did you even know that this song was related to Batman Forever? Yeah. Yes. Oh, OK. Yeah. OK. This is how I was introduced to this song. So to me, they are they're very tied. Yes, I think to like just a conversation of like the overall like quality of the soundtrack was great. It is 100%. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to share my notes of this song with you guys because I think you might agree. First note, The Edge. <laughs> Second note, Bono. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, yeah, there was no mention of the movie. In fact, this song is about being in a rock band and it's not about being a bat or a Batman or fighting crime. Or any of those things. So um, I was loving the chorus. And then I noticed that at two minutes, this goes back to what you were saying, Sam. At two minutes and 35 seconds of the song, Bono starts making explicit sex noises. Which, again, was, was, on, <laughs> was on brand with Bono, you know, for, for that time. Um, so those were the things that kind of stuck out to me about Hold Me, Thrill Me, Kiss Me, Kill Me. Which mm-hmm. I enjoyed listening to, gotta say. Is that the holding me or the thrilling me? Could be the killing me. <laughs> this movie was killing me. Hey. Hey. Yeah, this movie is rough. Yeah. I like it more than more than most people. And I think unfortunately, it was a good Batman in a bad Batman movie. Lightning round, don't think about it. Second best Batman. Ori, go. It was Christian Bale. Bobby. Uh, Kevin Conroy, the voice actor for Batman in the animated series. So Batman, hold me, thrill me, kiss me, kill me. This goes up against Don Juan DeMarco. Have you ever really loved a woman? Which is a very long title for a song. You guys, I have I have a raging hard on for Mm. this song. Is it the flamenco guitar? I love this song. I love it. It's it's I was listening to it and I remember the first time listening to it. I loved it then. I love it now. I even have a note. This is my third note of the song um, saying I am loving this song. I'm surprised to hear you say that this song did basically nothing for me. Um, I felt like I was at like a wine tasting. (laughs) (laughs) Or like at a Radisson, like getting pitched for a timeshare. Like it just, it did nothing for me. I didn't like it. I, here's my note. Zero, z- zero minutes, 40 seconds. What the hell are those hand claps? You love a woman, tell her that she's really Okay, this is the difference between you and me, because I literally have a note that says, I am loving the hand claps. <laughs> I said the Latin influence is a vibe of this it whole vibe. song. It's got the best production. This song literally, it's an instruction manual 
the lyrics about it tells you how to best love a woman. I don't have anything against Brian Adams. I do have something against this song. Yes. But <laughs> <laughs> I concur. Um, this is a song that is best played in elevators between floor one and two. And that is all that you have to ingest of it. Thank you. Is that what your, uh, is that what your partners also think of your, uh, (laughs) because apparently you don't know what love is. My kind of love is better described by the previous song. (laughs) I'm aroused. Mine is better described by Monster Mash. I want this song to move on. So I am going to put, uh, I'm going to vote for this song um, over uh, Hold Me, Thrill Me, Kiss Me, Kill Me. Also a very good song, but I'm going to go with Don Juan DeMarco. I'm going to try to take, I'm going to try to convince one of you guys to go along with me to see how far we can take this. I think if we're talking straight up, Hold Me, Kill Me, Kiss Me, Thrill Me. Uh, is the better tie-in combo. I am emphatically for Batman Forever. So Sam and Bobby admitting to never having loved a woman. <laughs> and that's I'm um, overruled. Let's 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 say it. Let's hear it. Don Juan Demar, no. Oh. Oh. Alright. Alright. You two. Take it. <laughs> What's our next matchup? All right, our next matchup is Godzilla, Come With Me by Puff Daddy, or, ooh, another Batman, uh, uh, Batman, the first one, Bat Dance by Prince. And, okay, again, pause what you're doing and go watch these music videos. Yeah. Yes. Uh, you, in the Come With Me video, you can see Puff Daddy morph into a flock of doves. Mm-hmm. He's got that, that trademark white suit. At the two minute and 10 second mark, he does turn into doves. That is correct. The, the video is pure like MTV potpourri. Of its time. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The song is six minutes and 17 seconds long. I mean, it's all that, that Led Zeppelin riff, right? Like it's, yeah. you just like want that to just wash over you. And, and that's 80% of the song. I got to say, when, I, when this song came out, as silly as the music video is, when this song came out, I was, I was into it. I was very into it. I yes, bought the soundtrack. Very capable soundtrack. Uh, also, probably the best thing to come out of this movie. Yep. There are no other redeeming qualities from this collaboration. of <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Jimmy Page, Puff Daddy, and God's, featuring Godzilla. At the two minutes and fifty one second mark, um, although I did the, the the sample is bitching. I mean, on this song, I mean, right? The drums are badass. Yes. I mean, yeah, yeah you is. can put yeah. I, but he does rap for six for a full six minutes and seventeen seconds of this song, and it's a, a lot. A lot of it is just like the hook on repeat, but like I'm not mad at it. It's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm glad happy to see you now reviewing this music video. Jimmy Page is featured visually. Yeah, visually, uh, he's in the Godzilla suit. i'm disappointed that uh matthew broderick doesn't show up uh, is not featured in this music video it's probably for the best i agree anything else so this is up against something that i forgot existed and that's the bat dance by prince 
Here's my description of the song. It is Prince for six minutes. Almost seven minutes. Yep. I want to say noodling around and not in a bad way with samples from the movie and various synth loops and percussion loops just kind of playing around. Like there's not like a... They've got it all, right? They've got references to Batman from the 60s. Batman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this feels like Prince was like, oh, fuck, this is due next week. <laughs> uh, you guys, at a minute, okay, this is how nuts, bug bug nuts are but incredibly fucking crazy this song is. At one minute and 41 seconds, he for some reason, he, he says, keep busting. <laughs> right. Guys, is that our... Is that our new sign-off to the podcast? Is that our new sign-off to the podcast? Keep busting. <laughs> keep <laughs> keep busting, y'all. And and then they and okay, four minutes and thirty-seven seconds in, Prince starts singing. If one is expecting Prince to sing in this song, one must wait four minutes and thirty-seven seconds to actually start hearing him sing. And then Vicky they they bring out Vicky Vale or mm-hmm. or dancers, and then he starts singing oh yeah i want to bust that body over and over and over again it's almost like that robert palmer video Mm. yes yeah uh honestly yeah and prince is committing to this big time yes uh at least in the music video and then it also like the energy and the vibes i'm getting off of it is why wasn't he a villain in one of these films because he probably would have been incredible oh he would have killed it do you think he, which villain would he be good at? The Riddler, I think. The Riddler. Riddler, yeah, yeah. Riddler. Or even the Joker, honestly. I mean, that's who he's kind of portraying in this video. And I think the vibes and the energy I'm getting off of it. You know what's fascinating about this too? Like listening back to this, like the um, the electronic influences, I think, to feel ahead of their time a little bit, especially the samples. Yep. Yeah, I agree with that. I'm going with Bat Dance, Overcome With Me. I loved... I loved that song a lot. I enjoyed the hell out of it when it came out. Um, but at the end of the day, I think it it skates too far on the Jimmy Page uh, sample. I'll go with Bat Dance. Yeah. Come With Me. Great track. Godzilla, terrible film. Batman is a good film. This is a good song and a crazy ass music video. And the Prince and the pure energy coming off of this man during the Bat Dance is phenomenal. Yeah, yeah it's, it's phenomenal. Yeah. And I think I definitely think it's, it's Bat Dance. All right, Bobby. Please take it away. Bat dance. Takes it. All right. What's uh, what's our next one? This one's rough. It is the ninja rap from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle 2's Secret of the Ooze, Vanilla Ice versus <laughs> <laughs> Short Circuit, Who's Johnny by Eldebarge, which I did not remember existed. Can we all agree for a moment? Or maybe we don't. Ninja rap is a bad song. No, it's not good. It's not good. Okay. For 10 seconds in, you hear a record scratching. You know Vanilla Ice is coming up. You know that you're not in for a good time. And especially when a song starts with a whistle, and I don't mean like, I mean like a... Like a PE teacher's whistle. <laughs> like, yeah, and ends and ends with one. That's not a good sign. It, but you know what? It it references when this song does meet the criteria. It does reference Ninja Turtles. Yes. In fact, one of the lyrics is "Have you ever seen a turtle get down?" 
which is referencing the titular ninjas. I remember being, I don't know, nine and thinking this shit was lame. Yeah. This is not like a hindsight thing. We've always known that this song was garbage. Yeah, this is always bad. Like, this is always like something you dunk on. And this song was in the movie. Yeah, this like this whole sequence was like from like. Yeah. And it kind of ruins it, too, because I, I, if when I remember in the film, it's like during the like boss fight. <laughs> like, yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, I think I think uh, this was a uh, it's unfortunate because I remember this movie being good from my kid standards. Yes. Hmm. Um, Super Shredder at the end. Yep. Super Shredder. Mm hmm. So it's unfortunate. And I think uh, the other unfortunate aspect of this is I think that there is a better performer, better suited for this and a better song. The movie deserved better than this hot trash. And it makes me want to hang vanilla out. <laughs> vanilla. Yeah. It makes me want to hang vanilla ice out of a hotel balcony. Ninja rap. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. Look, Ninja Turtles deserve better than this. Don't listen to it and listen to the nope. Uh, listen to the cassette tape of the Coming Out of Our Shell tour by the actual Ninja Turtles. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about who's Johnny. <sighs> Who is Johnny? Okay. Oh. I forgot about this song. I did not know that this song existed. This song comes in hot. Johnny is said 52 times during this song. I counted as well. <laughs> I have a screenshot of the last minute and a half of the song. It is, who's Johnny? Who's Johnny? Who's Johnny? Who's Johnny? She said, I don't remember. Who's Johnny? She said, and turned the other way, left me standing there. Who's Johnny? 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 I'm taking the wheel. Take it away, dude. I didn't know that this song existed. You bastards introduced me to this act of violence. I had to listen to it multiple times. I felt like I was arrested in a case of like mistaken identity. And there's a guy behind a desk and he's pointing at me and he's going, and he's going, who's Johnny? Who's Johnny? Who's Johnny? And I'm fetal and I'm crying and I'm saying, I don't know. I don't know. And he's like, who's Johnny? Who's Johnny? Who's Johnny? <laughs> so you're saying, you're saying you feel like Steve Gutenberg's cut out. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> Cardboard cut out. Yes. This is like, <laughs> and it's like the trigger for a like Manchurian candidate style like <laughs> activation. I've, like you, like the man receives a call on his phone. He answers the phone and hears, who is Johnny? And then carries out a terrible plot. It's like the Winter Soldier. You know, he just goes out. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's kind of like an adventure too, because the first time you hear it and the first who's Johnny is like, eight seconds into the song. Like it really doesn't take time to, to get there. Mm -mm. And you know, you first it comes in hot, it comes in real hot and you hear that first, like, and I'm like, Oh, okay. All right. That's nice. And then you hear it a couple more times. And I'm like, are they threatening me? Am I being threatened right <laughs> now? And then I got my headphones on. I'm like, why would Ori and Bobby do this to me? Uh, it's so uh, it's, this song is quintessential and music video is quintessential 80s right mm -hmm. down to the nerdy female attorney right <laughs> taking off her glasses at the end and now she's hot <laughs> and then i looked away for two seconds of this music video and then i looked back and the whole courtroom is just going absolutely nuts 
So like it starts with everyone just sitting and being quiet and doing the thing. And then by the end, everyone is like, it's like an, everyone's like an audience member at, at the Oprah show. Like their, their heads are spinning. Vomit is going around everywhere. People are just, just, it's insane. And by the way, um, Johnny from short circuit two does appear in this music video. I don't think he, I don't think you see him. I think there's a there's a criminal lack of Johnny Five in this film, and I, well, I think this is from the first film, right? Not the it's from the first film. Yeah, yeah. Um, no Fisher Stevens, which is a also a crime. Um, Steve Gutenberg didn't bother to show up, so they got cut out. Okay. <laughs> they got a fucking cardboard cut out and decided, yes, this is what we're going to do. And I would say, like, what. What is Steve Gutenberg doing? It's better than taking part in this. But then I guess I remember that this is when like Steve Gutenberg ruled the earth. Yeah, this is a cocaine fever dream. Oh, it really is. Yes. If cocaine was a song, it would be this. All right, guys, who takes this? They're both bad songs. I want to forget who's Johnny as soon as I can. So I'm going with Ninja Rap. Yeah. Let's go with Ninja Rap. Good movie, bad song. Good movie, bad song. In both cases. If Steve Gutenberg actually showed up in the music video, I might just make you guys go with who's Johnny, but he didn't. In fact, Johnny himself, I think just his hand shows up, which mm. is distressing. Mm. Yeah, which is there's a there's a criminal lack of that goddamn robot in this video. Yeah. Um which would have definitely made it more palatable. Yeah. Yep. Uh also, I think if you're not going to book the Gutenberg, um don't even get a cutout of him because it just reminds you of the fact that you couldn't book Gutenberg for this thing. Yes. <laughs> um, anyways, it's it's Ninja Rap. Unfortunately. Yeah. Unfortunately. Ninja Rap. Ninja Rap. <laughs> Ninja Rap takes it. Every once in a while um, during NBA playoffs, there will be a team that makes it to the next round. And you look at that team and you say, well, they're not going to get any further than that. And that's how I feel about Ninja Rap. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Next up is Armageddon. I don't want to miss a thing by the Aerosmith versus, oh God, the Three Musketeers, all for one with the Three Musketeers at the time, but three musical Musketeers themselves. Three Musketeers of like Coast FM. <laughs> so you've got Sting, Rod Stewart, and fucking Brian Adams, here he comes again. How many calls are there to the Coast FM requesting this song? Mm. Like, I want to hear a woman named Delilah repeat a message from someone. Hey, Brian, it's Delilah. Come back to me. I'd like to request the Three Musketeers, all for love. You guys know that Brian Adams back then just slammed ass, right? Just destroyed. Yeah. Yeah. All over town. I'm going to start with the Three Musketeers song. Sure. I know exactly where I land on this, but please, Ori, you have the floor. Mm -hmm. The song has nothing to do with the movie. Not a damn thing. Except for, except for like the hook. The hook. That's it. That's literally, that's it. Great chorus, obviously written by Brian Adams. They do say, (laughs) there's a lyric that says, when honor's at stake, this vow I will make. And I thought that was nice. It's all Brian Adams. This is all Brian Adams, baby. This all lands at his feet. Yeah. <laughs> you did this. Yeah. At, at, so at the music video, at, at minute four, <laughs> at minute four and 16 seconds, there's a guitar solo, which is meh. 
I'm sorry. I love that you came to this with receipts. Like the entire, like every single. <laughs> oh, you guys, I'm, I was excited. I'm sorry. But so, um, uh, uh, during which, so there's a guitar solo. It's the, it's the bridge or it's the, in which nobody sings. And during this music, vi- so the music video is them, is the three of them like performing the song to an mm-hmm. empty auditorium. Yeah. And it's like all palling around and that kind of whole thing. Um, that's the vibe the whole music video has. But during the guitar solo, when they're not singing, it shows them at dinner, like sitting around <laughs> the, the dinner table being served. And just having fun. This was also this was also a certain type of music video that existed for a while. It was like the guys being dudes where they were just like hanging around doing stuff on tour or like in a studio or something. And they don't really do anything. They just kind of like hang around and, you know, shoot the shit. Palling around. Yeah, we're we're human too. And especially this like uh this this uh rock ballad banquet that's happening in the video is Yes. Mm-hmm. It's all for one until the bill shows up. Because <laughs> Rod Stewart's not paying for those fucking appetizers. <laughs> no, no, he's not. He didn't even have any of it. Why should he? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not paying for this. <laughs> the bill shows up. Rod Stewart is nowhere to be found. Nowhere to be found. Again, yeah. everyone leaves Sting with the bill. Also, every time when you look at this video and Rod is singing, I'll call him Rod. Um, it looks like he's about to, um, die. (laughs) Look at him. Yeah. No, he's, he's, he's so consumed by love. He is about to keel over. Yeah. They are. And they are also exchanging many knowing glances. Oh, they really are. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Like I'm, I'm really buying that. They're all Mm -hmm. like, they feel like they are brothers in this moment. Do you think that they've? Do you think that these three ever actually were in a room together before this video was shot? No, I don't. And I wrote this down to my notes. It's the opposite. It's like a. It's a supergroup that's the opposite of Audio Slave. Like they put together the supergroup, and it has zero chemistry. Like I don't know. I think this music video is the first time that they ever met each other. They're all allegedly good singer songwriters, and yet they produced like this jar of mayo. Uh-huh. And, and what's also painful about this is that it's like over five minutes. It's 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 over five and a half minutes. And you have to sit there and watch these three mozzarella sticks just <laughs> rumble this out with like powerfully. And uh, it is it is painful. And what makes it uh, even more painful is that it bucks the trend of the movie like tie in song music video mm-hmm. by not including any footage of the film because the only thing that could have made this better was possibly cutting in some like footage of like sword fighting or like brotherhood or camaraderie like featured in the film anything to save us from none this of stuff. that here it's kind of like no if you're gonna get the three of us in a room together you're sh- it's us for five and a half minutes <laughs> additionally my a follow-up question Rod Stewart, is he a vampire? <laughs> yes. I'm getting some real vampire, especially with the candelabras and this in the wine and the goblets. I'm definitely getting vampire vibes. Like this might be the the, the party where Rod Stewart turned these other gentlemen into vampires. <laughs> this is the next <laughs> that uh, I would like to see. Breakout segment on the second best show is that guy, colon, vampire? Question mark. 
<laughs> Vampire or not. Yeah. 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 Look, somebody got turned during the shoot. That's all I'm saying. I am sad that we spent this much time talking about this song. It did not deserve this long. No. But And it goes up against Now this. I don't want to miss a thing. Uh oh, which is a great song. It is, yes. If you disagree with me, you can eat a bag of dicks. I'm going to hold your hand. We're going to take this all the way through because this is a ballad through and through. I love it. This is, this is my jam. This is my jam. The lyrics have nothing to do with the end with, <laughs> with Armageddon. <laughs> I can actually tell you right now where the lyrics came from if you'd like to hear. Sure. Oh, please. So this, this song has the strange distinction of being one of the only Aerosmith songs that's not actually written by Aerosmith. And the writer, Diane Warren, she was watching a Barbara Walters interview with Barbara Streisand and James Brolin. James Brolin says he missed Barbara Streisand when they were asleep, and ro- and the songwriter wrote down the words, I don't want to miss a thing. And that was the song. That was how the songwriter birthed the song. James Brolin, Barbara Streisand, Steven Tyler, Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. You guys, I'm just saying that like the specter of Bruce Willis and Ben Affleck loom large over this podcast. Like we, we just, we cannot escape their, their ghosts. Yeah, we can't. This song hits so hard by the end. It just crescendos so, I, it's so good. It fades out because it can't possibly end. Yep. It, it is absolutely incredible. And, and, and where yeah. I say that it, it meets Armageddon is that <laughs> it, is, it meets it in the epic level. This song is epic to Armageddon being an epic movie. And yeah. that's where the two meet. It's like they're like, you know what? How can we uh, create encores in an actual song? I have two notable timestamps written down. Um, Ori, I would like to compare my notes with yours. Oh, my God. Yes, please. At 3 minutes, 16 seconds, I have, oh shit, here we go. <laughs> and then at 3 minutes, 53 seconds, I have, get it, Steven Tyler. Get it. Get it. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, at 3 minutes and 53, sorry, 3 minutes and 54 seconds, I wrote, fucking Steven Tyler. Steven, <laughs> <laughs> He puts he puts so much stank on that line. Oh yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Bobby. <laughs> uh yeah, this song fucking rips. Like it's great. <laughs> and I think uh you know, say what you want about the film. I think I still look fondly at it with uh, nostalgia glasses and uh as ridiculous and over the top as it is. Um I feel like it's like top tier, like uh, 90s schlock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's got all the all, everything you want. It's got a great song. Pretty all right movie. Pretty fun. I don't want to miss a thing. Takes it, right? Absolutely. Armageddon takes it. Ben Affleck should have bit it in that movie. <laughs> He's like wearing his like Red Sox hat. I'm not going to take this off. <laughs> I ain't fucking dying in this movie. Holy shit, guys. Is that a media? I'm going to die in a Red Sox hat. Nope. Cut it. <laughs> I can't wait to get... Ah, that's, it's that New England again. I can't wait to get back to Earth to get a Duncan. Mm, now I see that was JFK. Yeah. <laughs> all, all, my Boston accent is JFK. Yeah. I'm just, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I end up going to like Mayor Quimby. 
Our next matchup is Men in Black 2. Black suits coming. Nod your head. Parentheses, nod your head. By Will Smith. The man is a media tour de force. Adam's Family, Adam's Groove, by the one and only Mr. MC Hammer. Two movie wraps head to head. Both of these basically wrap the plot of the movie for your convenience. Well, that's Will Smith's thing. Like, yeah. you give him a movie and he'll he'll rap to it. He'll, I know, he'll like, tell you. for like 10 years, that's what he did. Do you think he was like cursed by a witch and he just had to like, for every movie he did for a decade, he had to... <laughs> yeah, he's cursed by the money witch. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, I was just going to say that. Yeah. You will make so much money. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you understand curses. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so here's my take on Nod Your Head. It wants to be a wild, wild west super bad. Yeah. It, it's almost uh, sounds like a, a, a come with me. Yes. It's going, it's going rap rock and it's. It is going rap rock. A little bit. Yes. Do you think they tried to get Tommy Lee Jones to do a verse on here? I wish he had. Featuring Ty Cobb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I don't think Tommy Lee Jones knows that Will Smith is a musician. <laughs> Do you think Tommy Lee Jones knows that he was in this movie? I think he thinks he's in a Men in Black movie. <laughs> Holy shit, I was in three of them? <laughs> I don't know, guys. I don't have much to say about this this song. It just doesn't do just doesn't do much for me. I think also, too, this doesn't hit as hard because the first one was so good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The video's fine. Even the first video is better. I mean, not comparing this to something. I, it feels like a cynical attempt to try and recreate the first the song from the first one yeah they're trying to, yeah they're, they're trying to you know recapture that magic and I don't, I don't really think it works no it doesn't uh random aside did the third one have a tie-in movie song and film i think it was old man river by tommy lee jones <laughs> <laughs> wrote a song about it want to hear here it goes <laughs> we're a bunch of space agents and we're here to- <laughs> <laughs> um do you remember in this second men in black uh, Will Smith goes to collect Tommy Lee Jones from his post office job and he starts beatboxing and all the rest of um, the postal workers start beatboxing and it turns out that they're all aliens that speak in a beatboxing language. And one of them nope. is Biz Marquis. Hell yeah. Rest in peace. Yeah, period. A- uh, Adam's Groove, MC Hammer, comes in hot. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. And... Uh- Comes in hot, and then uh, unfortunate circumstances uh, occur in the beginning of this video. Would you say he loses his head? Yes. <laughs> you guys realize that, like halfway through the song, he starts just just dropping too legit. Yeah. So mm-hmm. here's the thing: Hammer uses too legit the same way that like DJ Khaled uses another one. Like he just like says it in every song for some reason. Yeah, it is the his musical signature that he leaves. Yeah scribbled onto his work 20 i mean this song 25 seconds into it we drop all the names of all the characters mm-hmm. like right um it references the movie um it's very explicitly about the adams family <laughs> like <laughs> i kind of have a soft spot for hammer a little bit um i feel like in the early 90s like he and um vanilla ice had a whole like 
you know, like that was the media created beef was Vanilla Ice versus MC Hammer. And I don't know. I feel like uh, he didn't deserve that. Yeah. Uh, Vanilla Ice can't hold MC Hammer's fucking jock. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, exactly. And like the parachute pants and stuff. And like, it's all, you know, in retrospect, like obviously a product of its time, but um, I'm not making fun of it. I feel like he got done dirty. Uh, you know who didn't get dirt, get done dirty is the Adams family because I feel like this is um this is like the music video attached to this. Oh, it's incredible! It's pretty good. Yeah. It's fun. They did a lot more for it as opposed they a lot of clips of the movie, but like they, it looks like they created a bunch of yes. stuff or utilized like stuff in the movie. And, like um, a lot of effort went into this to make it fun. Um, song is is fine. It informs you about the film, <laughs> like the experience you're about to have. In this song, Hammer asks to be taken to the bridge twice. Call me an Uber, because we're going to the bridge. That versus Men in Black 2. Black Suit's coming. I think Black Suit's going. Adam's Groove takes it. I will not an agreement. Uh, yeah, Adam's Groove, I think, takes this. Yep. Hammer gets a treat. He might end up in a second best 90s cartoon bracket as well. Ooh. Hammer Man. Ooh, I've, yes, yes. Okay, our next our next matchup is <laughs> Howard the Duck versus Highlander, Princess of the Universe by fucking Queen. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Queen. Fucking Queen. I mean, is it even really? That's okay. It's it's not a matchup. Sam, I know you, uh, I know you have an affinity for Leah Thompson. <laughs> She's actually singing in the in the video, if you will. Um the song does mention the movie. It's actually in the movie. He plays a small guitar, and it's adorable. But here's the part that kind of scares me. And this is a music video, so I he him he kisses Leah like Leah yeah, Thompson that's kisses very him. disturbing. Like, they, it's they, very troubling. They kiss on the mouth. I was not okay with that. Yeah, that's almost as bad as like Sonic the Hedgehog kissing ladies, <laughs> which happened by the way. Look it up. But the song is just Howard the, the Howard the Duck over and over for two minutes. That's what they say. That's that, just the lyrics. That's just Howard the lyrics. The um, this is a perfect song. I have no notes. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a fan of anthropomorphic ducks um, and Leah Thompson, I highly recommend. <laughs> I'm a fan of one of those things. All right. Can we just talk about High, uh, Queen? And how it has no right to go as hard as it does. Please, we can have a queen cast if you want. This song, it fucking slaps. Oh, through the multiverse. Holy yeah. shit. It, it just melted my brain. Like somebody said, hey, queen, could you do a song for this movie? It can be whatever. And queen said, we don't do whatever. Yeah. And it slapped so fucking hard. They were like, this is also the theme for the television show because it went so fucking hard. I feel like when when it, when like Queen debuted the song for whomever they were contracted with, it was like that Max L commercial just getting fucking blown away yeah. with the rest of your shit. <laughs> it, like, it like in the studio or like like in the fucking boardroom. Yes. Yes. There, there was literally there was literally. Yeah. Someone call. 911 because there was There's just a murder, a murder yeah. right? Mm-hmm. There's been a murder. Um, okay, can I also add that 
Oh God. In this music video, I was not expecting, I was not expecting to see Freddie fucking Mercury versus Christopher Lambert. <laughs> this music video was already so hardcore. And then fucking the Highlander comes in and they're just sword to sword. Yeah, it's bonkers. Nothing nothing could be better than this. And, and it makes me want to listen to more mm-hmm. Queen. Yeah. And watch more Highlander. Also, this, I don't know, this music video is so good. I'm just waiting for like Roger Taylor to like leap out from behind the drums and just like decapitate <laughs> someone. I know. There's in this video, there's like, there's wind, they're on a stage. It's, yeah, it's bonkers. Yeah. There's an industrial sized fan blowing dramatic air. This song beheads Howard the Duck and leaves his lifeless body. And kicks it to the side of the road. There can be only one. Yeah. There can can be only one Highlander. Takes it. Go to, uh, yeah, uh, tune into the second best Marvel cast to hear this hot take expounded upon. Uh, But uh, Marvel's still trying to make Howard the Duck a thing. And I feel like they should just maybe cool it. The first time it was cute because of uh, nostalgia, but yeah, it's not cute. It was like cool the one time. Sam, what do we have next? Lady Marmalade from Moulin Rouge going up against City of Crime from Dragnet uh, with lead vocals by Tom Hanks and Dan Aykroyd. I mean, one can make the argument that this could maybe (sighs) be a a top tier lockout for the first worst. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay, let's 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 cool it. (laughs) (laughs) Should we quickly dispatch um, with Moulin Rouge? <laughs> yeah, um, should we um, well, maybe just say who takes it? <laughs> it's okay. Did, I mean, do you guys totally hate the song? I don't totally hate it, and when it and like in the context of the Baz Luhrmann of it all, um, it is kind of like a straight ahead pop song. Mm-hmm. And for that, yeah, I don't love it. I don't hate it. Great song at the time. Sold a shitload of singles, I'm sure. Yeah, it's I, I, like I think why I don't like it now is the over. It was overplayed, and then just began to be overplayed. And I think you can take anything great and make it bad by overexposure. Mm-hmm. This was uh, originally a Patti LaBelle song. Yeah, I got I got no other hot takes on this. Yeah, one, yeah. fellas, it's fine. But then up against City of Crime. Okay, is okay. Did you guys feel the same thing that I did halfway through the movie? I'm I went I I wrote or I was thinking Tom Hanks is clearly the fourth member of the Beastie Boys. <laughs> it definitely has that like yelly screamy yeah. vibe. For what it is, Tom Hanks is surprisingly competent. Is what I'm going to say there. He's having a good time. He's having a good time. And 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 because he's having a good time, I think that I might be having a good time, but I'm also quite embarrassed to admit. I it. Whoa. <laughs> I don't know about having a good time. Yeah. Um I feel like this is Dan Aykroyd's fault. Uh, is yes. One yes. Of yes. Many atrocities Dan Aykroyd has committed to film. <laughs> uh additional strike for the movie Nothing But Trouble, which is a one of the most like unsettling and bizarre movies I've ever seen, which has a rap movie tie in by digital underground. And that song 
is so fucking good. It has no right being associated with that <laughs> film. But here, there's Dan Aykroyd dancing away in the music video. He just, dude fucking loves a tie-in song. Yeah, um, I'll tell you what took me by surprise on this song. I felt like I was in Schoolhouse Rock, but for like second year law school, like halfway through, they're basically like reading the Miranda, but like the actual legal Miranda, <laughs> like in the middle of the song. <laughs> and it's kind of unsettling. <laughs> Tom Hanks as a professor in second year law school. Professor Hanks. I, I still somehow think this is this is somehow responsible for Chet Hanks. <laughs> like Chet Hanks saw this, like his dad put it on him and like, look what dad did. And then she was like, I want to be a rapper, dad. From, from everything Chet Hanks could be inspired by mm-hmm. through, from his dad's uh, illustrious career, his other sons seem to have figured it out. Uh, his lesson was, I would like to be a capable actor. Uh, Chet Hanks was like, I want to be. I have a different idea. A shitty rapper. Also, they're, they're dancing. They're in a police station. This music video was fueled by cocaine, right? Yeah. Oh, certainly. Mm-hmm. Most yeah. certainly. Yeah. 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 Um, Just McDonald's commemorative cup <laughs> full of cocaine. What was the category for this? The category uh, was, oh, drifting. Drift compatible. Uh, drift compatible. Yeah. Uh, drift compatible. I mean, I feel like it's it's Lady Marmalade because that was a um, co-marketing um, yeah. freight train. Yeah. Yes. That, yeah. Yeah. Lady Marmalade. Takes it. Cool. Oof. Oof. There's a lot to consider. Wow. Round two. What's the category for this one? Oh, so round two. The category for this one is best music video. So the, the music video for uh, My Heart Will Go On. The video takes a two-hour movie, condenses it down to four minutes. Three hour. Oof, three hours. I forgot it was. I knew a guy who saw that movie 12 times. Did I tell you guys that? That was you, right? It was... Sam, how many times did you see Titanic in the theaters? It was jam, jam throwing. I could, I could, I could like visualize. I can picture it in my, in my mind's eye. Her with like a green screen backdrop of like, Scenes from the movie. Today is not that day, but one day we're going to be talking about Billy Zane. <laughs> Please. So, uh, my heart will go on. Retelling of Titanic in a, as, a, as a music video. Hold me, thrill me, kiss me, kill me. Uh, just a bunch of shots. Just a bunch of shots of Batman. Yes, but. Couldn't be more different. It has, it has some cool, I think it has some cool animation though. It's got a really cool style. It's definitely leans into the Bono thing, morphing into the 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 jo- the Joker a little bit. Bono as the Joker, very stylized. What would you say, pulp? Yeah, it's like golden era, like yeah. very. Um, well, it's got it's got that like '90s edge, kind of a mix between that like pulp, like golden era, like but also that like '90s. So yeah, I think this one, I think Hold Me, Thrill Me, Kiss Me, Kill Me, the music video takes mm-hmm. it from, sorry, Celine Dion. Yeah, it's just a studio shot of her in front of a green screen and then cuts to the, cuts to the movie. Like Final episode of Celine cast. Bonjour. Hold Me, Thrill Me, Kiss Me, Kill Me. Takes it. <laughs> takes it. Number one with the battering. Another Batman in this next matchup. Here's our, and for our next Batman matchup. Yeah. Okay, this one I feel like is 
I mean, uh, this is like an NBA jam style. Uh, he's on fire. Slam <laughs> fucking dunk. Um, Batman bat dance. The Prince versus Ninja rap. Yeah, this is no contest. Yeah, that bat dance video is like it's next fucking level. So Ninja Rap um, is uh, Vanilla Ice on stage, and it's a clip from the movie uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. And they're in the audience, I think. And he's on stage. Um, He's actually kind of a tall guy. He's got the hair. The hair gives him a few more inches. Yeah. (laughs) He's got the big suit with the big shoulder pads, the white turtleneck. And um, he's just gesticulating. Right. Like he's got like mm-hmm. many points of articulation. Um, his arms are going all over the place. There's like 10 other vanilla ices on stage. It's disorienting. I don't like it. One might say it's nauseating. <laughs> it, it's very nauseating. I, I don't like it. It, it, it stinks. stinks. Yeah. Uh, well, Bat Dance uh, is uh, a avant-garde like (laughs) masterpiece and i think it does a really great job of connecting 90s gritty or 80s was 89 um that then modern take of batman in the tim burton style and then connecting it to the wild over-the-top shenanigans of like the 60s vibes of the show prince is just bringing it with the fucking energy and they take some big ass swings in this video and it like totally matches the film. Prince owns, he puts it all out there. He doesn't leave anything in the tank for, for this video to exist in our reality. This is art. Um, it's, it's almost seven minutes, you guys of a music video. And it was on MTV. Um, uh, Holy crap, I can't believe that this exists. You almost could have told me that what you're watching is like a promotional video for like Batman the musical. <laughs> yes. And I would have been like, oh shit, I'm in. Like, give me a ticket. <laughs> like, I, I must see this. Music by Prince? Fuck yeah, sign me up. And even for this, even for this, how, how wild this whole fucking conversation has been and the things that we've been subjected to, like the Teenage Mutant Turtles and the Vanilla Ice and the Ninja Rap, pretty like, plain and pedestrian for everything else like they did nothing special for this video they just it's the same thing that's like in the movie and it's no adam's family group that's all i'm saying bat dance bat dances all it bat stomps all over ninja (laughs) rap it bat two c's to the next round ninja wrap it up love it so armageddon i don't want to miss a thing aerosmith up against Adam's Family, Adam's Groove, MC Hammer. Music video. Yeah. Music video. This actually is a tough one, yes. This is a tough one because both of them actually don't, it's not just band and some clips in either of them. They actually built some like sets and visuals for them to like, to have some cohesion. So I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I think Adam's Groove kind of really leans into it. Yeah, you are not alone. Don't feel weird. I'm with you. Okay, but can we just, again, rewind the tape and talk about Liv Tyler mourning the death of <laughs> her dad? Of her, her father. Her, her real father, which was done, done just for the music video, because that scene exists. Again, that scene really exists in the movie, but instead of Steven Tyler, it's her movie daddy. 
Bruce Willis. And she's saying, saying goodbye to his force ghost, Steven Tyler's force ghost. <laughs> Given that, I still, I, I, God, this is tough. This is tough for me because I really, truly actually think that, like, I, I love that song. Like, I really do like that song yeah. a lot. It ain't about the song, dog. It's about that video. God damn it. All right. Be Adam's You're right. Groove. Yep. Adam's Groove. It's yep. got to be Adam's Groove. They do what they want to do. Say what they want to say. Adam's Groove. <laughs> I will miss a thing. <laughs> I don't want to miss thing. Adam's family Groove takes it. I feel kind of nauseous. <laughs> this is this is no, this is dude, all in that video. It, MC Hammer is fencing with Raul Julia. Yeah, how do you even just that alone? That alone beats uh, live live Tyler and her force ghost dad. So on that same token, fencing in a music video, Highlander, mm-hmm. Princes of the Universe, Queen versus Freddie fucking Mercury. I which I never I. Did not see that coming. Um, so that one versus Moulin Rouge, Lady Marmalade. Can I give you my 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 super hot take right here, please? Yes. Queen's already a super group. Uh, the video has the aforementioned sword fighting. I think that it is there can be only one, and that one is Princes of the Universe. I think I agree, Lady Marmalade. It was a. It was a video for the movie, and it was certainly a video for the movie. It was like kind of tailor made for like TRL, right? Um, yeah. And like, I feel like Princes of the Universe happened before this was like an established formula. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, hot take because I love Princes of the Universe. If we didn't have the Christopher Lambert showing up, some of the, you know, some of that going on in the in the actual music video, um, it would just be Queen being fucking awesome Queen in a music video, like a, a live, mm-hmm. like a performance video, right, of just the band on the stage, like mugging for the camera and doing the whole the whole thing, right? It's awesome, but like, where's the where's the added flavor here? Well, the added flavor is that he does show up. And there is a sword fight. I still think it's Prince of the Universe. Yeah, what I'm saying is watching Freddie Mercury do anything yeah. like is a vibe. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that alone, like it's like almost like like Prince's energy, right? Like that's part of it. Let's give it to Freddie fucking Mercury and Queen and Christopher Goddamn Lambert mm-hmm. and Sean Connery, because he's also in clips. Of that, um, true. Let's do it. Let's do it. There can be only one. <laughs> As Prince of the Universe takes it, takes it. All right, semifinals. Semifinals. It's category for this one. Would it make your playlist today? Mm. Ooh. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, would it make your playlist today, Sam? Batman Forever, Hold Me, Thrill Me, Kiss Me, Kill Me versus Bat Dance. Would it make your playlist your playlist today? Here we are again with Batman v. Batman. We have a multiverse Batman. Batman v. Batman. If I'm making a playlist, I'm putting a, I'm putting you two on there before I'm putting this particular Prince song. 
So this U2 song versus this Prince song, I'm putting this U2 song on there first. I'm with you. Uh, I think, yeah, if if you're waiting this, I feel like uh, I would weigh the video for Bat Dance way more heavily than I would like the actual execution of the song. Mm-hmm. And I think I'd rather watch them in tandem than listen to the song on its own because the song is fine. The song is better than I expected it, than I remember it being. I thought it was going to be a lot more like kitschy and kind of corny and, you know, um, you know, 80s. Um, yeah. And, not, and it has that. It does but have it that. also maintains it, yeah. you know. So hot take, I think it's a little indulgent. <laughs> but yeah. It's Hold Me, Thrill Me, Kiss Me, Kill Me that goes on my playlist Yeah, over same. Bad Dance. Great video. Great song. Yeah. Good time. I mean, look, it's no kiss from a rose, but uh, yeah. It's n- nothing. Ugh, nothing beats that. All right. Uh, last semifinal battle. Uh, Adam's Family, Adam's Groove by MC Hammer versus Princes of the Universe from Highlander by Queen. <laughs> Guys, I think Adam's Groove has... We've taken Adam's Groove for as far as it can go. It pains me. Yes. Yes. This is where it gets decapitated. What kind of playlist would you put Adam's Groove on? Halloween. The cereal cereal box? A cereal box. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You'd put it on your Halloween playlist? Yeah, I'd put it on, on Halloween for, for a fun okay. playlist. So people would like stand there, you know, drinking their white claw and be like, ha, ah, that, ah. I remember that. Could be only one. I think it's Princes of the Universe for me. It's Prince, it's of, the Prince of the Universe. Yeah. Absolutely. This would make any playlist. <laughs> Literally anything. Yeah. If you, all, second best movie tie-in song from Queen is probably Flash. The Flash Gordon song. Oh. This is the no, this is number one, but Highlander takes it. It was almost unfair. I know. All right. Speaking of quality. Speaking of quality. Batman Forever or the Immortal Highlander? Ooh, Clash of the Titans. You guys, who would win in a fight? Batman or the actual Highlander? Does Batman have time to prepare? (laughs) (laughs) Also, which Batman? (laughs) What the fuck are you talking about? Batman is always prepared. Uh, I want to say it's Batman. I will say it's Batman only. Wait, but does Batman know how to kill a Highlander? That's the thing. Batman doesn't kill. Mm Hmm. I'm saying he like pushes Duncan McLeod into like a, uh, I don't know, like a concrete mixer or something. <laughs> All right. So um, these are two, I would say, gosh, I, I, I'd say you, so this is a U2 song versus a Queen song. Neither band is to be taken lightly. Look, as, as a song, Again, as a song, standalone, I think Princes of the Universe, I would I would prefer to listen and experience Princes of the Universe over and over and over again. In the context of this bracket and what we're trying to do here, I think Batman Forever, Hold Me, Thrill Me, Kiss Me, Kill Me wins. So Princes of the Universe was written for the film. This is not just a Queen song that they like shoulder tap and like, hey, this kind of fits. And it does and it does not reveal the plot to you. And makes no specific reference, but tonally and thematically, like matches the epicness of this like time jumping, sword fighting, uh, <laughs> decapitation adventure. We were born to be princes of the universe. All right, 
Let's uh, final vote. Uh, my vote is for Batman Forever. Bobby, what's your vote? Uh, it's for Princess of the Universe for Highlander. Ori, your vote? <sighs> Mine is for Batman Forever. Um, but I, I have a soft spot for, for where Bobby's coming from. But Batman Forever takes it. Batman Forever. Hold me, throw me, kiss me, kill me is the second best. <laughs> behind Princess of the Universe. <laughs> video movie tie in <laughs> behind Princess of the Universe is what we're saying. <laughs> no, it's yeah, it's behind uh you know what's interesting about this? The first best is what did we say the first best was? <gasps> if you have an idea of what our movie music tie-in would be for this podcast, let us know at uh, the second best show.com where you can also find our socials, uh, past episodes, past winners, and lots of other goodies. There used to be a gray and tower alone on the sea. You became the light on the dark side of me. The NES game Fester's Quest was a 1989 joint. Adam Sally 1991. God, that movie, that game is fucking shit. <laughs>